Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome, welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast in 2020. Oh, babes, welcome. Well, welcome back. Welcome, yes. old and new, as always. <laughs> it has been ages. It feels it's like been, it's been ages. It's been a long, old, festive season without you, Potsluke. I know, we've missed you. We really, really have. And before we do anything else, we just wanted to send all our love because yes. we know we've got a lot of Portsloo crew in Australia and we've heard from you, we've been messaging on Instagram and stuff. So we just wanted to send you all the love. We are praying for rain for you. And we're, we're thinking, thinking of yeah, you. Yeah, we're really, really thinking of you. So just sending you all the love in the world from the podcast. First, podcast of the year first podcast of the decade oh the roaring 20s here we go <laughs> i know when people say the roaring 20s it makes me a bit nervous know, i'm like it. oh i wish i was 20 for this yeah. like, i imagine like being oh, 20 in the 20s would be wild you'll have if you're listening to this and you are turning 20 this year well i mean good luck god, to you god all the luck in the world to you but what a time. You're going to have the year of your life. Your ducks lined up. That's Ready to it. go. I oh, think I am going to have the year of my life. Do you know what? I've got a really amazing feeling. I mean, I've banged on about this Portsloot crew to anyone who'll listen, to be honest. Brenda at the co-op, sick it. of Sarah. <laughs> oh, no, this isn't about 2020 being a portal again, is it? <laughs> 2020 is where big things can happen big things if we let them happen Sarah's wearing we'll a fear. multicolored blanket at the moment it's all getting very technical it's going a little bit shamanic yeah over here, actually. I was like are you okay I've got a dream catcher that I could wear but yeah 2020 I'm excited how was your Christmas Christmas was gorgeous Christmas was lovely Felix we dressed him up as an elf oh cute uh, and also a Christmas pudding, which I was very excited about because that was an outfit that included tights. Fun. I got Felix in red tights for the first time in his life. Probably one of the last. He enjoyed it, let me tell you. Textured tights. Um, no, it was heaven. June was very good. I did get quite nervous because June had to slip off upstairs to do a few bits. Pardon. No. <laughs> She had to get changed, do her hair, put a bit of makeup Yeah, right, on. okay, fine. Just have a bit of time to herself. And so she left me in charge of making her signature roulade. 
tense. I was very, very I tense. I thought about oh making a roulade, oh. a chocolate roulade. It was chocolate, yes. I yes. thought about making a roulade. That roll, stre- the, the bit where you go yeah. fold over. June no said chance. she called after. So the only thing I saw was the back of her head as she was leaving the kitchen. All I could hear her called out was, don't roll it until I come back. She's got experience yeah, she, wrist action. It's all about the bait. It's all about the parchment. It's all about the baking parchment. Use really? more than you need. Grease the living hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Grease it up like a pensioner in Tenerife. Grease God. it. <laughs> you really and then must. Flip. Well, no, no, a steady roll. I'm so sorry. Oh, a very, very steady. Keep your paper. Keep your paper. That's it. And then a light dusting afterwards. She did it with crystallized ginger. And it was a triumph. I'm at, and actually, I can't take full credit because my little brother, George, who's a very good cook, came in. He could see how I was fixed. He <laughs> could see how fraught I was. And he was like, do you want me to just get some air just into this? this out. I said, yeah, yeah, I've overwhipped the cream. Don't tell her, don't tell her. We really thought of you on Christmas morning. Dutch and I had a walk and I was like, just think this time last year, Sarah has been sick in a bag for life. <laughs> We had a really good giggle about your misfortune. I got so many messages from Portslew crew going, "Hey, no bag for life for you this year." It's a it's a tale that's really stuck, actually. No, not the one you thought would. But you know, so you know, we went to that pub last year, and mm. I got in a horrible mess. With, we sat on a piano. Or it something. was yeah. Well, it was the carols on the piano. Um, Stella will do that to you. That's it. <laughs> But that's because there was a lovely young lad who was playing and he was a bit nervous and I needed, somebody needed to get it all going. Well, we went to the same pub this year. They'd stopped serving food. That was the first problem of the night. They'd also moved the piano, which if you remember was too quiet, they'd moved it round by the loose. In walked this lady. Right, she had great. Wait, is this last year or this year? Sorry, this was I'm... just gone. So the year before was the raucous affair yeah. with the guy playing piano, and I got everybody involved. Everybody had the night of their lives. This year, it was all a bit muted. It was all. So a bit, was this on Christmas going. Eve? This was on Christmas Eve. We popped in again. When I did like, you go home? Uh, not, oh. So I went home. Listen to this, Port Salute. I got confused. I went home to June's on the nineteenth with Felix yeah. and Lorna. I stayed until Christmas Eve. Yeah. I came back down to London. There was no one on the train. It was terrific. And then I had Christmas Eve with John. We went to see John's family in the morning on Christmas Day. And then we drove up to June's on Christmas Day. Good God. Right? And then stayed until the 27th. But actually, it was fantastic. You're doing it again. The big drive. The big drive. Just the two of us. The open road. And was it open? Was it not busy? No, we put put our favourite albums on. We sang every word. It was brilliant. Stopped at the service stations. Merry Christmas. Got a Costa in WH Smith. Oh, it was fantastic. God. Yeah, it was really good. It was really, really good fun, actually. Just being on the open road on Christmas Day. Nobody knowing quite where you are. It was superb. That's so nice. It was. It was really, really nice. So, yes. So, we went to that pub on Christmas Eve, but I could see things were going south. This lady walked in. She had hair down to a bottom and a tie-dye T-shirt. She walked over played a C on the piano and said, it's out of tune. I said, John, get your things. We're going. Christmas cheer is not here. It's not in this pub tonight. We're leaving. So we went, oh God, there was nowhere to get any food. We were starving. We hadn't planned. Uh, We ended up buying a lot of McDonald's. (laughs) 
<gasps> we had an absolute, we had a muck banquet, as we called it. <laughs> we wow. had a lot. Oh, mozzarella dippers. We had everything. We had 20 nuggets. God, God it was amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that was Christmas Eve. Our Christmas Day was a joke. So Auntie Heather hosted this year. Lovely. Um, you remember last time Auntie Heather hosted and got way too drunk yeah. and I had to finish cooking the turkey. Yeah, yeah. Um, Auntie Heather this year was on her way, I'd say, when I arrived. <laughs> <laughs> and we sat down and we had um, we had our dinner. And then I think it was someone like, it was like Belinda Carlisle or Stevie Wonder came on. I thought you were going to say came round. Came in, yeah. Um, came on Linda Carlisle came round for Christmas came on the Spotify <laughs> the Dutch started dancing in the corner being silly while he was pouring a drink I went up to join him and started dancing the next thing we knew oh, yes all of us are around the kitchen full aisle full conga full rave yeah. we were going in Auntie Heather at one point grabs a broom and starts <laughs> dancing like um, Rod Stewart with this broom but the best bit is what an image <laughs> it was so good it was so good Sheila just kind of stayed in the corner watching it all unfold. Yeah. She, she couldn't do it in those heels. No. Then um, afterwards... <laughs> she hates Belinda Carlisle. Fleetwood Mac dreams came to an end. Well, we just returned back to the table like nothing had happened. Original seats, bang on the cheese. You actually flash mobbed your own Christmas. I know. It was so, <laughs> <laughs> was so surreal. And everyone was like, pass the butter, pass this. And I was yeah. like... Oh my God, my family are mental. Oh, how brilliant. How many were you? Um... What was it? Four, eight, ten, eleven? Eleven. Twelve? Yeah. Twelve. Thirteen. <laughs> People were arriving 14, all the time. Fourteen, I think. Fourteen in total. Fourteen's a great number for a party. It was good fun. Yeah, lovely. It was good. How gorgeous. And then we came back to London and um oh I really I really balls myself up on New Year's Eve. Oh, I really, no. I really oh, dear. So Christmas was one of those, it was just these periods where I, you know, I really enjoyed the grape. Yeah. Really enjoyed the grape. And not just on a cheese board. No, No. like, and I decided, so for New Year's Eve, Dutch and I didn't have any plans. My friend Lucy said on the 23rd, oh, I'm having a New Year's Eve dinner. You should come. Yeah. Perfect. Great. Great. So she said, oh, I could get a salmon. I said, don't buy a salmon just for me. I'll cook a vegetarian dish. Yeah. I thought, I'm going to do an otolenghi. Yeah, sure. B-Y-O-B for me. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to just treat myself And everyone's going to gaze over at it lovingly. And I read the recipe through and I was like, this is a doddle. God. (laughs) Sarah, I was whisking ricotta into egg. Like literally whisking it into this mixture. I was blind baking. I had to buy a new tin. I had to buy beads. I had to buy all this stuff. Oh my God. I needed a drink. Yeah, God, I'll say. I was just up to my neck. I was like, doesn't do it without a drink. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just, I'll just have a little glass. Yeah. I'll just have a little glass, a little something gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Had a little like. on New Year? On New Year's Eve. Yes. The dish is going in. Yeah, great. Um, And this is like two in the afternoon. I was like, I'll just have a little more. Yeah. I hadn't planned what I was going to wear New Year's Eve. Mm, fun. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the outfit I wanted to wear didn't do up. I had just the same experience. <laughs> I wanted to wear the sequin jumpsuit that I wore on my Hindu. Couldn't get it past my knees. <laughs> Times, how they've changed. The, the, the outfit I wore to my brother's wedding oh, it was a struggle. <laughs> when was that? <laughs> October. <laughs> so You really slimmed down for that wedding. I had, had to really push myself through this. Dutch was like managed to carry this dish that was like still warming as I'm literally putting on the last bit of my foundation folding myself into the Uber. Yeah. We arrived, 
And I was, I was half cut. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I thought you were going to say we arrived. He hadn't brought the, he hadn't brought it <laughs> oh, at all. Oh no. God, the dish was there. This isn't yeah. the story. <laughs> Sorry. I nearly missed midnight is the bloody story. <laughs> <laughs> but did you have the otolenghe? I had it. I think I, it was too garlicky in, oh, in hindsight I'm so sorry. and very rich. <laughs> I thought I would eat the whole thing. It, it was a whole torch, but yeah. no, I could I could barely handle a quarter. We don't know where the rest of it went. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, they've still got my plate. Lucy, if you're listening, I need my plate back. Yeah. It's that plate you bought me. Oh, the fox plate. Yeah, oh. it's great for a dish. <laughs> <laughs> great for a tort. That's why I think I said that when I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but speaking of Christmas, yeah. there are lots of correspondence cards there are so many correspondences i feel like did we finish this story about new year was that it you just got half cut and slowly worse and yes that was it you nearly (laughs) that was it really and then you had to go home at 10 past 12 sure okay fine no i made it till two oh god that is impressive had a horrible hangover (laughs) awful i'm on dry jam well it's (laughs) dryish it's dryish it was dry jam it's damp (laughs) no it's not even damp it's like it's dry. It's dryish. I got to Nicola Joss's and she was like, wine. And I was like, no. And then I made it till 8pm and I was like, I will have a wine. Yeah, fine. Good. No drinking in the week. That's good. I've only had like one. I've had like two drinks. That's I'm enjoying it, to be honest. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Well, I'm making up for it as, as I do with every January. I drink through January. You, drink, you either go one way or the other. Yeah, you do. And I very much go the other. Um, will we do a bit of this festive correspondence then? There's a lot here. Paul Salute Crew, you've sent us so many wonderful cards by the looks of it. Some with very nice calligraphy. Very nice. You're going to love this. Now, it is second class, but wait, it's got a wax seal. Who do you think you are? Who? Would, it's a J. It's a J wax seal. You should get Juliet, those. I, Juliet, Justin. Well, I have had a wax seal, but I now have a personalised jh stamp with an anchor on it that my friend alex bought me yeah what a lovely present it really was so this has got gold interior and it says sending you joy and good tidings very chic i want to know where that card's come from it's got a sort of uh scalloped scalloped edge that's it dear jules and sarah i just wanted to wish you a merry christmas relaxed holidays and a good start to the new year in 2020 i love your podcast it's always so much fun listening to it thank you Lots of love to you both, Jules. It's a card from another Jules. And it's very sweet because he's drawn two little... Or she. Um, or she. Would you spell Jules like that if you were a girl? I suppose yeah. you would. Um, it's got two champagne glasses uh, clinking saying cheers. So weird. You've got kind of like this Jules that's got similar drawing style and writing style <laughs> yeah. to myself. Ooh. It's all, And I've been watching um, Dark on Netflix about time travel. This is freaking me out. <laughs> Sorry, Jules, if you're listening, but I'm going a bit wet. Very, very gorgeous. Uh, This one has come from USA. You remember that succulent stamp? We've seen that many times. We've seen it so much now. And I'm guessing from the sticky you put on the front that this one comes from Morgan and Alex. Oh, nice. What a little return to sender. Yeah. Oh, that's chic. Clever, because still, every year in our flat, we get four Christmas cards to the the last people, and we're like, nothing we can do. No, don't know where they are now. A holiday high across the miles. Oh, nice. (laughs) Sarah and Jules. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) 
<laughs> Happy holidays from the United States, Maryland to be exact. Wishing you a magical season full of fun. You two are an absolute joy to listen to. Your hilariously quirky banter always brightens my mood. You two are the best. I hope you have some time to relax with John and Dutch and possibly eat some port salut. Happy New Year and thanks for putting so much fun and positivity into the world. Happy listener with much love, Morgan. I have to just say that Morgan actually has some of the most incredible handwriting I've ever seen. Look how neat oh that is. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. It looks like it's been printed on. I know. Morgan. God, that is amazing. Um, okay, first class. Oh, this is very chic. This is a picture of... A prison. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Stratford-upon-Avon Shakespeare Theatre. Gosh! You know, and it's by Evelyn Housen. Dear Sarah and Jules. What the hell is going on? <laughs> I just wanted to wish you both a very happy Christmas and the very best for 2020. I also wanted to say... I also wanted to say the biggest, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Through the podcast, Wobble, and following you both on Insta, I have grown to love, understand, and appreciate myself more than ever. Even though we've never met, you are both my people, and I am so grateful for all you do and are. Huge love to you both, Jen. P.S. I'm from Stratford-upon-Avon and work for the RSC, hence the very on-brand car. Sure. There it is. I can't believe, look, it's like, it's such a gorgeous thing, a moonlit prison. <laughs> <laughs> this has definitely come from the US of A again. Well, look at that. Is that for a US stamp? It is. That is pride. Ooh, silver line, this envelope. Oh, that's nice. I thought it was thick. How do you say that word that this lovely girl is stood next to? Basically, Paul Salou crew, there's a photo with Holly around it that's been printed with um, Jesse and Indy. Now, Jesse or Indy, not sure which is which. One is a dog, one is a human being. Right. Um, <laughs> lovely picture of them together by a sign that is... Let's see. Gogies, I want to say, is the name of this town. Oh, I would say it was Go Aggies. It was two words. Go Aggies. Go Aggies. So, it appears Jessie has put in a copy of her uh, holiday annual newsletter. Thank Always you so much. Always appreciated. Looking forward to reading that. She actually wrote this on December 9th. Wow, that's a month ago. <laughs> Sorry that it took so long to arrive. Better late than never. Dear Jules and Sarah, hi babes. I heard your, um, your P.O. box being desperate <laughs> for letters. <laughs> So I'm finally getting around to mailing out my Christmas cards. And I hope this actually makes it from Utah before Christmas. It didn't, but never mind. We still appreciate it, Jesse. Anyways, happy Christmas, you gorgeous lot. As you may have read in my generic Christmas letter, I lived in Arizona over the summer. Sarah, you'll find you'll feel my pain. It was hot. Oh god. <laughs> and sunny. And I worked outdoors. Side note, I actually really want to go to Arizona, so you're selling this to me. Yeah. I was, frankly, miserable. But I decided to give podcasts a try, and from that, found your uplifting show as well as Wobble. What a miracle your two podcasts were in my life. As Sarah died in the heat in England, I died in the heat in Arizona. Y'all did so much to help me feel um, less alone and to give me something to smile about as I was so down. I'm eternally grateful for Sunny Stories. I'm eternally grateful... I'm Portsmouth. I need to get out of this American accent. It's driving me nuts. I'm eternally grateful for <laughs> funny stories, all the bird news stories, and the upbeat banter. Wobble gives me um, so much to think about, as well as hope and encouragement. 
Jules, thank you for your dancing videos. You're welcome. Even when I was really in a dark spot with my depression a few weeks ago, it made me smile. Oh, babes, you're so welcome. That's why I do them. Sarah, thank you for talking so much about slowing down. I know it's come from some anxiety and I'm so sorry for that, but I needed the Instagram posts. Oh, um, pleasure, love. Jesse signs off. I love you. I love you. I love you. Love, Jesse. Oh, Jesse, sending you all the love in the world, darling. Bless her. How nice to see. How nice to have a photograph. It is nice. Include it. Really visualise you there. Uh, this is, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is an incredible card. It's a peacock, Ooh. but then there's a little blackbird <laughs> looking at the peacock, which just says, whatevs. Whatevs. Beautifully illustrated. Dearest Jules and Sarah, hello, you gorgeous duo. Firstly, Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for lighting up my past two years since I started listening to the podcast with laughter, positivity, silliness, friendship and self-love. I don't know what my Fridays would be without your weekly dose of nonsense and stories. Also, a huge thanks and shout out to my wonderful friend, Talia Pins. What a name. What up, Talia? Talia Pins for introducing me to the podcast. We've had the best couple of years of friendship since I joined her in the Portslough crew. We've supported each other through the turmoil of the first year of uni, breakups and job hunting over many sushi dates. A highlight of our friendship was meeting June at Celebrate Yourself Live. We adored her and loved chatting about the podcast, Ruby, her energy balls and of course the new baby. She is a real life celebrity to us and felt like family. Tomorrow, as I write this, I am moving to Rwanda for a year. And although we will be oceans apart, Talia and I will stay connected through listening to the podcast Aww. every week. Thank you, That's Jules so and Sarah, so lovely for keeping us close. I know Talia wants to surprise me with a correspondence this year whilst I'm away, but I wanted to surprise her by beating her to it. He he he. Good for you. All my love across the oceans to you, Jules and Sarah. Bye, babes. Love. Annie from London. That is just Annie, that's amazing. so cute. I love that. I also Annie. like the fact that you've surprised Talia. Yes. Via us. Yes, that's, that's it. Cute. Talia pins will be shrieking somewhere. <laughs> She'll be lying on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Talia, when you come round, <laughs> have a glass of water, darling. <laughs> um, this one is a picture of a unicorn covered in fairy lights. Okay, fun. Yes, sure. Dear Jules and Sarah, wishing you and your families a wonderful Christmas and New Year. Thank you so much. Uh, the podcast this year has been um, one of my go-tos when I'm feeling lonely isolated and anxious you guys are amazing and and your honesty normality and positivity have really got me through what has been a tough year so thank you love philly oh philly Gorge. Nice, sweet name philly, philly. okay with I a ph with a ph philippa no doubt so we've reached the end there's one more one more card in the pack and it is another one of those little global succulent stamps. Oh, from afar. Ooh, Merry Christmas, but but they're actually Buckingham Palace Guards. Dearest Jules and Sarah, I hope this card arrives before the 25th. I'm mailing it on the 10th, fingers crossed. May you have an amazing holiday season, spending time with Ken and Sheila, June and Ruby. Oh, and baby Felix. I love celebrating yet another year as part of the supportive Portslough crew and look forward to the laughter-filled podcast, Wobble and Insta Stories. Dance like no one's watching. You truly help make any dark days seem brighter and full of music to make us dance it off. Thank you for taking us along on your journey of body positivity, celebrating ourselves, coping through the dark days and most of all for being you. Merriest of Christmas wishes, 
Mary. Gosh, Mary's writing's know, nice. so nice. Very nice handwriting coming really, in, Port Salucru. Very, very good. Very, very good. Port Salucru, thank you. Thank you so much for our Danke Christmas schön. wishes. Uh, you gorgeous thing. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Now, how? How was Sheila and Ken over the festive period? Ken and Sheila during the Christmas period, this is when you really see Ken and Sheila in couple action. Yeah. They are a team. team. Yeah, they yeah. are an absolute team. As one puts down a dish, the other one picks it up. That yeah. kind of thing. It like barely they, touches the surface. It barely touches the surface. Yeah. Um, Somebody's filling up the twiglets, somebody's pouring the ice. <laughs> twiglet? You must yeah. be mad. Is it even Christmas without a twiglet? We don't have twiglets in our we house. We have cheesy footballs and they're amazing. What have we got in I won't hear a word said against oh, a cheesy football. Little Deluxe. That's oh. what we have. Little Deluxe salt and vinegar. June We're big went, fans. June went very Aldi this year. Very Aldi. She won't appreciate you talking about that. <laughs> well, I'm outing her here and now. She couldn't stop buying cranberry sauce. She looked on the shelf. She had seven. I said, what's gone on, June? Oh, very funny, actually. Alex came down. He was making his breakfast. He went in the fridge for what he thought was jam. Smeared it all over his toast. Was halfway through. June said, it's cranberry sauce. How was it? He said it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, he said it was brilliant. Well, <laughs> Sheila had a whole shelf in one of her fridges. One of her fridges yeah. of cream. The cream her, fridge? Uh, no, just a shelf in the fridge. It wasn't even her dairy fridge. She has a dairy fridge <laughs> of cream. I was like, you've lost the plot shell. <laughs> anyway, I um, have been known from time to time to have insomnia. Mm. Sleepless nights, they can happen. I had one of these episodes while I was at Ken and Sheila's, could not get myself comfy, tossing and turning. I was like, I'll go downstairs and I'll like lie on the Have sofa. Have some cream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll just drink a litre of cream. Anyway, the kitchen light was on. And I was like, what the hell is going on in here? It's 2, it's 2 a.m. <laughs> and I was like, so I creak the door open and Ken is in his dressing gown unloading the dishwasher. And I was like, what the hell are you doing? And he was like, it's the only way to get it all done before the sun rises. <laughs> He'd set an alarm on his phone to go up and do the dishwasher. I was like, you have lost the butt. What? Why did he have to do it before the sun rises? God knows. What God knows. What the hell is going I on? I like to think Sheila's punishing him for something. Oh my God. Late night. What's going on? What's the story? He here? had been to bed. He was in his dressing gown. He was bleary eyed. This is so weird because the implication would be he was doing it through the night. No, he'd gone to bed and got back up to change it over. I, oh, right. To get it all done before breakfast. Good. That is extreme. <laughs> it's excessive, I isn't it? I think they it? need to buy more crockery. <laughs> <laughs> they have so much. Why do they all, all the parents just endless crockery sets but then so much crockery so then last year now ken enjoys a frothy coffee who doesn't and to get a frothy coffee you have to heat your milk absolutely ken had worked out that in order to heat the milk he'd been through vast scientific experiments yeah and it had taken him a long time and he worked out that he had to sit and watch the jug in the microwave yeah so that it heated but didn't bubble over oh my gosh and it is seconds there is moments and he in that. he has to drag a chair and put it in front of the microwave i told him radiation but won't listen no and it's worth it and, he's, <laughs> <laughs> and he, sit, he sits down and watches the milk i said for goodness sake this can't be going on so last <laughs> They're year doing a christmas carol on the telly go and watch that last again. year i bought him a milk frother perfect Buy Nespresso, they're amazing. You put them in, not sponsored, put the should be, put the mm -hmm. lid on, push the button, and it froths it. Done. Yeah. 
well, I'm down there making a coffee in the morning and that chair gets pulled over into the microwave. I said, if you're telling me that Joe's going in there, we're going to have a chat. Yeah. I don't know how to work your milk frother. Oh. I said, what do you mean you don't know how to work the milk frother? You just put it in. I, we have to do a milk frothing lesson. <laughs> Ken stood in his dressing gown. I was like, put it in, put the lid on, push the button. That's it. <laughs> he still watched the milk in the frother. Oh, bless He stood and watched him. He was like, it might boil over. Was, it happy, was he happy with the results, though? Thrilled! Oh, it'll change his life. Thrilled! It will change his He's life. He's been dusting chocolate on top. He's been, like, creating it. Ken's the barista. <laughs> Doing portraits. <laughs> it's espresso martinis here. It's latte. Anybody for a frothy coffee? Anyone at all? I know I've had one, thanks. Are you sure? I'll do another. I'll just do a couple. Somebody will have them, won't they? <laughs> So Ken's barista career is actually taking off. Yeah, well, God, I'm excited. I'm excited for the be. opening of the shop. You should be. They <laughs> actually, see him now at Glastonbury. They got a cafeteria for Christmas that keeps the coffee warm for an hour. Oh, that's 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 magic. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. <laughs> what a mystery. It's like a swell bottle, but yeah, for coffee. Yeah, got it. Interesting. Gosh, what trickery. <laughs> I'll leave that with you. How oh is June? Oh, my gosh. So June's Christmas. Um, June... <laughs> June decided this year um, that she was going to embrace the eco wrapping. Uh, so she wrapped all of her presents in calico, right? She bought all. What's calico? Of, it's like um, what's wrong it's with like brown a raw paper? Fabric. Well, she wanted to be all eco. She wanted no waste. But unfortunately, um, she couldn't get the calico to stay on. So she had to pin. <laughs> she had to put about eight pins <laughs> in every present. <laughs> so every time somebody opens it, it's like, be careful. Watch the pins. Watch the pins all the time. But she was found. I found her on the 23rd swearing, going, I can't believe I've put myself through this, this ruddy calico. Okay. But she did. They look great. They look great on the day. She did a very, very good job. Um, but there was a very good... <laughs> There was a very funny moment. I think it was on the uh, the twentieth, right? So nobody, we were home, but it wasn't the full the full set of people that were coming for Christmas, right? And so Mum had planned to do a nice chicken pie, right? We're having chicken pie for dinner, lovely. So she gets the she she defrosts the pie. She's got it all in the freezer. She pops it in the argo, lovely, lovely. Bit of edge on the side. We're all sit down, lovely table set. About to tuck into this chicken, tarragon and cream pie. What could be nicer? It's only when... <laughs> it's only when she puts the spoon in that she realises she's defrosted the wrong pie. It's actually an apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> that's what batch cooking oh, does for you, June. God, that's it. Because she said Too she much a, prep. Well, she had a huge um, apple haul. You know, the produce pressure so that she had. So did you just have apple That's pie it. for tea? We had to have cheese and biscuits. We had the <laughs> apple pie afterwards. But she said, she said, well, that's it. My mantra for 2020 will be always label your pies. <laughs> Can you bear it? Chicken and tarragon, oh, this pie will be lovely. Or at least oh, get creative with your pastry topping, June. Absolutely, spell it. Yeah. Apple. On or just top. put apple June. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Speaking of cheese and biscuits, oh, how is your God. cheese and biscuit surprise with your mustaches? Oh my God, it went down an absolute storm. It looked great. It was a treat and a half, people. 
loved it. It went, honestly, it went better than expected. It would look very detailed. Yes, it, well, it was. We did, yeah, we did the moustaches, we did the French accents. I went and got all the, it was an absolute triumph. It was a Congratulations, cheese Congratulations. Thank, thank you. And I do need to say, actually, that um, Ellie Pear's uh, winter slaw salad that she did for Waitrose was divine with it. Sarah and I well. actually had a big debrief about how convenient it is having Ellie Pear as a friend. Yeah. Because whenever yeah. we're cooking, we just text Ellie. We're like, <laughs> is this going to work, babe? <laughs> yeah, Ellie, I, my polenta looks rubbery. <laughs> the Ow. Ellie Pear hotline. Yeah, and if you it. haven't read Ellie's columns and recipes <gasps> yes. in Waitrose, they are so good. They're amazing. They're all online. It's all online. Just go on Waitrose recipes, search Ellie Pear. There's so much amazing I did the the cauliflower gratin, it was heaven. She's a genius. She is a genius. She's a genius. Um, shall we do a bit of news from the north? Let's. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This one comes from the bridlingtonfreepress.co.uk. Put your fun. money away. <laughs> Couple open a new cheese shop in Scarborough's Victoria Road. Now I'm excited for them. A Scarborough couple have opened a specialist cheesemonger in the town's busy Victoria Road. This is by Sue Wilkinson in case anyone was interested. I love Sue. Becky and Matt Aldred have opened an, have opened Aldred's Fine Cheese and stock around 80 local, national and continental cheeses from artisan producers along with crackers, chutneys and other complimentary goods. <laughs> <laughs> How nice! <laughs> um, varieties of cheese on offer include French classics such as Val- Valenciennes. I struggle with these names. Vacherin Mondor. Very good. And Chaos. <laughs> 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 to, <Shout out. laughs> to some of the best British, such as 
Colston Bassett Stilton, Sharpham Ticklemore, Cornish Yarg, and Montgomery's Farmhouse Cheddar. Love Ticklemore. I like Yarg. <gasps> Yeah, do you know we? You got me into yard. Yeah, I got. God, we're. You're the yard gatekeeper. I really am. I'll get it. I'll get you into yard. The couple are also running a cheese club. Subscribers can choose from a monthly, bi-monthly, or quarterly deliveries. Quarterly, mad. And will receive a carefully selected box of cheese with a portion of crackers, information about each cheese, and pairing tips and taste cards so you can taste each cheese like a pro. I would love that. Becky initially started training as a cheesemaker, completing courses at the School of Artisan Food in Welbeck. Nottinghamshire with that was my house at school Welbeck was it um, with renowned cheesemakers such as Paul Thomas and Ivan Larcher and making cheese with local producers such as Ribblesdale cheese in the Yorkshire Dales mm. she then trained as a cheesemonger with um, Academy Mons in London she has started studying with the British Academy of Cheese and aims to become a master of cheese oh my god well good luck to her Aldred's Fine Cheeses also has a small cafe area offering a variety of drinks, cheese boards and cheese afternoon tea. Plus raclette, a swish dish um, in which cheeses yes. melt. <laughs> a swish. <laughs> Hard, isn't it, doll? A swish dish. But it's also very swish. In which cheeses melted onto potatoes, panini and filled croissants with a selection of cheeses from the counter and weekly cheese dish specials. Becky said... We are passionate about our cheeses and also great customer service. We welcome customers who want to buy just a morsel of cheese to have with their supper as well as those who want an entire cheese board. Cheese Club has no repeats promise. Sign up and Ooh. you'll never receive the same cheese twice during the year. Unless, of course, you ask for it. Oh, I think this is fantastic. The couple are also planning to offer cheesecakes for weddings and other celebrations. Becky and Matt are parents to 11-month-old Atticus. Oh, that's one of my baby names. Who can sometimes oh. be found helping out in the shop and have another baby on the way in the new year. Oh, congratulations. Oh, it's all happening. Aldred's Fine Cheese is at 33 Victoria Road and is open Tuesday to Saturday from 10am to 5pm. Some regular evening events are being planned and will be announced soon. I'm excited. I am excited for them. So this has come from a new publication for me, the Eastern Daily Press. I'm just going to swing my which, shoulder, don't sure, mind me. Which comes from uh, the Norwich and Norfolk area. Just moving into yes, the floodplains, are you? Come on in. Parrots set up home on the edge of Norwich. Good God. A controversial species of parrots are setting up home on the edge of Norwich and it's been documented on film by a local wildlife expert. Liam Smith tracked down the ring-necked parakeets on the outskirts of the city at the end of 2019 and says he's counted at least 10 of the birds. The 27-year-old runs a Shot of Wildlife YouTube channel and in December successfully filmed an otter in the River Weesum after a three-month search. The birds originally come from 4,500 miles away in India but were kept as pets in private collections. Due to deliberate release and accidental capture, their numbers have grown to 8,600 breeding pairs in the UK since the 1930s. Shortly before Christmas, scientists debunked the birds, were introduced to the UK by the legendary guitarist Jimi Hendrix. Mr Smith says ring-necked parakeets are gradually colonising in the UK. Originally they were kept as pets in private collections but as a result of deliberate releases and accidental escapes they have been living and breeding in the wild around London since at least the 1930s. The deliberate accidental yeah. escapes is a real sliding scale isn't it? <laughs> Just leave. It's a real fine balance. <laughs> Unfortunately they can be quite destructive and will easily chew through things like plastic bird feeders. Referencing one of the birds captured in his video and snapping and... <laughs> 
sensing one of the birds captured in his video snapping and peeling a twig, he said he could have been trying to eat the softer wood beneath the bark or simply using it as a toy. He says he's seen the numbers grow since 2017 when one parakeet was spotted and then three in 2018. Parakeets' diets are very diverse and include fruit, berries, grains and buds. Mr Smith said like many birds, they take advantage of the food that people provide. Do you have parakeets in North London? No, do you? Do you have them where yeah. you are? West London, we've got green parakeets everywhere. John's got them in Sidcup in Kent as well. So he's really on to something. The parrots lay between two and four eggs, which will hatch after 21 days. The young are fed by both their parents and fly their nest as early as six weeks old. The wildlife fan grew up in Great Yarmouth and went on to study zoology in Cambridge. Mr Smith said parakeets are a controversial invasive species and there are fears that they may have a negative impact on native wildlife. However, there are no large-scale eradication programmes. It looks like these parakeets might be here to stay. Well, welcome to them. Absolutely. We got uh, kind of lovely bird feeder for oh, Christmas. Oh, did you? Gosh, he, he, gets, Sheila actually he, gets, got, he gets a lot of bird feeders gifted. Well, I got this one from the Netherlands, which has a jar of mm. bird-friendly peanut butter in it that sits inside this little house, and then you nail it to, like, the oh, wall, and then they keep terrific. coming and tapping on. Sheila got him the best gift. Bear in mind, she resisted birdhouses a lot when we were growing up. Yeah, she had to. She was saving them for now. We, we got a birdhouse when we were growing up because Sheila deemed it educational. Yes. That's how Ken sold it in. <laughs> and then the birdhouses went away and now they've come back. She bought Ken this bird feeder that has alpaca wool within it because birds like taking it to put inside their nest to keep them warm. Oh, that's so that's sensational. Isn't it gorgeous? So it's rather than a feeder, it's like a it's like, come it's, and get your bedding. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a DFS for them. Oh, that's... <laughs> it's a safe it's workshop. <laughs> oh, that's sensational. It's good. Now, I have a confession. It's okay. One of the presents that John's daughter, Poppy, hi Poppy, she doesn't listen, um, got for Christmas was a whole book of Would You Rather. Oh, and it wanna bring it back, do you? took me back, to be honest, to our Would You Rather We'd have days. never been with Elton. No, where we <laughs> absolutely, God knows what else. <laughs> and Poppy started doing them on me and I thought, these are rather good, actually. So, I wondered how you feel about- Okay, you know, it's not a hard back. sell. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll start off with an easy one. Okay. This is one of Poppy's. Would you rather jewels? Always eat food with a fork or a spoon. I thought you said it was easy. <laughs> uh, simple. I meant simple. So you know I can't eat cake with a spoon. Oh, that's understandable. Fair enough. I can't, I don't think. You'd have to use a fork. But I love soup. Well, I was going to say, soup's the one, isn't it? What a mystery. Soup or cake? This is what you're offering me. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with soup. Are you going to go with it? So I, gonna go with I could spoon? not turn my back on soup. I love no. it. Could you, and you could eat most puddings with a fork. And if push came to shove, you'd have to eat the cake with your hands. Or a very, very delicate little I spoon. I could drink this. I guess I could drink the soup oh, that's disgusting. out of the bowl. You no, know, you can't do that. What about a yoghurt? No, Beauty and the Beast, she does it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she makes it look very chic. <laughs> she eats a porridge. That's porridge. I always hated that bit. <laughs> I rather enjoyed it. I was like, how barbaric. <laughs> Will this madness never end? <laughs> Would you, you couldn't eat porridge with a fork. I reckon I could. I reckon you probably The thickness could. of mine, I reckon <laughs> I could. Don't be rude. Um... I... Yoghurt. What about yoghurt? I don't eat yoghurt. Okay, fine. Um, it's on my rider. I mean, <laughs> I've checked. Um, I'm also very funny about depth of spoons. 
Okay. Sheila's yep. got a whole selection of spoons that I refuse to eat up. Too deep. Too deep. Too My deep. mouth can't fit in. It needs yeah. to be. It needs to be a shallow spoon. Yeah. <laughs> it's practically a knife. <laughs> <laughs> Risk assessment. Uh, no, I'm, I'm. I have to pick spoon. Okay. Yeah. You're going with spoon. No more. Food. I don't know if that's the wrong decision. No. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, how are you going to eat? Uh, I suppose. Let's think. I was thinking how would you, how would you how the hell would I manage that tagliatelle that's it I'd have to do one bit at a time oh, <laughs> it'll take you days <laughs> where's Jules still in <laughs> do you remember that tagliatelle still in ZZ's <laughs> <laughs> oh poor Slew Crew I rather enjoyed Would You Rather mm. I think it needs to come back I'm game Port Salut crew, yep. go in the Facebook group and yep. let us know what you think yeah yay or nay for bringing back Would You Rather um we absolutely adore you. Love Elizabeth. you. It's so gorgeous to be back with you. Um, you can write to us, please do. I know we've had a lot, but we always want more. The address is... The Portsmouth Crew HQ. P.O. Box. Six. Six. Seven. Four. Seven. London. N. W. Five. Nine. G. H. And we do always finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the year. Uh, of the year! Of the year! <laughs> Cutting my slot short, are you? <laughs> One will do for the whole year. <laughs> also, I was just about to say, when you're reading the address, I don't even think about it anymore. No. I like, it just literally rolls. That must be what Beyonce feels like when she's doing a dance move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, Second this nature. is what, yeah, you're just throwing it. Just takes over. <laughs> Yes, that's right. Beyonce's dance moves are just like us reading out the Port Salut I see the similarities. <laughs> oh my gosh. The um, We always finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? It's a word. Oh, lovely. And I think it should be the Port Salut cruise word for 2020. Okay. Triumph. Triumph. Triumph, Port Salut crew. I think together Triumph. we can do anything. Yeah. You support us, we support you, Absolutely. you support each other within the group. Yeah. Perfect. It's a triumph. It's a triumph. It will be a triumph. <laughs> we adore you for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.